Hi, and welcome to Science is Fun Eat. I'm your host, Gretchen. I'm 11 years old, and I'm going into the sixth grade. Joining me today is Skipper, who is really nice. Uh, who are you, and what have you done with Private? I'm Gretchen, one of Private's best friends. She said she was running a little late and asked me to fill in until she got here. Well, that was a great intro. You think I'm really nice? Wow. Will you do the intro from now on, please? Uh, I'm here. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Skipper. Skip, how did the intro go? Gretchen did great. I'm thinking of asking her to do the intro from now on. Not funny, Skipper. Gretchen, didn't you do the intro the way I told you? You know, bold and forgets things, old fossil. No, I couldn't. He is really nice, you know. I know, but you can't let him know. It'll go to his head. Um, guys, I'm sitting right here. Gretchen, it's great having you here today. What is the topic for today's podcast? The Science Fair! Hey, that's right. You both entered your school's science fair. Gretchen, what was the title of your project? Underwater Fireworks. What was your hypothesis, or what did you try to demonstrate? Gretchen, before you tell us what your hypothesis was, Private, maybe we should tell our audience what a hypothesis is. Oh yeah, a hypothesis is what you think is true, or not true, based on what you know already. Some people call it an educated guess. Great. So Gretchen, what was your hypothesis, or did you demonstrate something cool? I demonstrated diffusion, the movement of molecules. Could you tell us a little bit about diffusion, how it works in the real world? Diffusion is the movement of molecules from where there are a lot of them to where there are a little of them, until there are the same amount everywhere. How did you set up your experiment? Picture this, a poster with info on it. I mixed oil and food coloring in front of my audience. I squirted a few drops of that into water. Cool, what happened to the colors? The colors exploded, like fireworks. How do you think that happened? Is it time for some research? Please let it be time for some research. Okay. So guys, what does the science have to say about diffusion? The Encyclopedia Britannica says a dissolved molecule or a small particle suspended in a fluid is constantly struck at random by molecules of the fluid. Huh. It means that if we put some blue food coloring into water, the blue molecules of the food coloring will be randomly hit by the water molecules. So after some time, the blue will spread out or diffuse. Oh, okay. When the water molecules hit the blue molecules, it causes the molecules to wander in the water. It's called Brownian motion. It works the same way with the molecules in the air. It's why a smell spreads out from a perfume or from a skunk spray. Yuck, skunk smell so gross. The smell is pretty powerful, and it can stay around for days. Why smell so bad? Time for more research. So, we went to the Smithsonian.com website. What did they say about a skunk smell? Did you know that they can hit you with that stuff from 20 feet away? Yuck. But they never used it when skunks fight other skunks. Only on animals they think are trying to attack them. You know, predators that don't get the message. Message? What message? Skunks try to warn you before squirting that stuff. They make little jumps toward you, and then they turn their butts toward you, all to get you to back off. And if none of that works, well, then they fire away. And even then, they don't use it much. Why don't they? Why just unload all of it at the thing attacking? Because it takes 10 days to make more, and during that time, the skunk would be defenseless. So what makes it so gross? Skunk spray is a thiol. A thiol is an organic compound with a lot of sulfur in it. 
Why sulfur? Sulfur has a rotten egg smell, and it's what gives Thyle its I-want-to-make-you-puke power. Gross, can we stop now? Wait, I want to know more. Private, I think you're right. He is a little weird. The thiols are added to a natural gas that doesn't smell. And together, it's so strong it can be smelled up to half a mile away and can last more than a day. Can it hurt a person or a dog that gets it on them? The spray doesn't cause any real damage to the body. It may sting the eyes or cause temporary blindness and definitely make people want to barf, but it will cause a lot of damage to your social life. Nobody will want to be anywhere near you smelling like that. And it's all because of diffusion. And again, gross. Thank you, Gretchen, for that smelly discussion of diffusion. So, Private, why don't you tell us a little bit about your science project? You know, the one you didn't let me help you with, because if I had help, I know you would have won at least third or fourth place easy. Yeah, that's what I thought, too, and it's why I didn't ask you to help. Oh, by the way, I won first place. Huh? Wait, so who did help you? Your mom? Your dad? A famous scientist, maybe? My teacher gave us the guidelines, and I did it all myself. Awesome. Good job. What was your topic? Magnetic fruit. Uh, magnetic fruit. But fruit isn't magnetic. What was your hypothesis? My hypothesis is that some fruit is magnetic. But how is that possible? What is the science behind it? What experiment did you do? Calm down, Skipper. I was there. She did her research, and I even helped her with her experiment. This I gotta hear. So, my research showed that some fruit is magnetic because of diamagnetism, and in the presence of a strong magnetic field, the fruit will be repelled by the magnet. And you believed it? Did you go to the Magic Magnetic Fruit website for your research? What was your experiment like? I attached two pieces of fruit to opposite ends of a straw and balanced them on a finger. Then I or someone else brought a strong neodymium magnet close to one of them and recorded the results. I repeated the experiment many times with three different kinds of fruit. And what were your results? Grapes had the strongest reaction to the magnet, next strongest was apples, and the weakest reaction was from the pineapple. I am impressed. You'll both make fine scientists someday. Yay, science. Yay, scientist Gretchen. Yay, scientist Private. You got that right, Skipper. <laughs> so thank you, Gretchen, for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, Glitchy. You're welcome. Well, that's our podcast for this week. Come back next time for another episode of Science is fun E. Oh, and don't forget to visit our website at www.scienceisfune.com or listen on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, or just search for Science is fun E in the podcast section of your favorite podcast app. To suggest possible topics for upcoming episodes, email topics at scienceisfunee.com. And remember, you could win a Science is Fun E t-shirt if you send in a suggestion and we use it in an episode. You can email me at private at scienceisfune.com or skipper at scienceisfune.com. I'm private, aka Avery, hoping you have a great week. TTFN. <laughs>